This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. to 89 fun with you this morning. I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report. It's February 20th, 2023. And uh, the team has just laid out a very difficult high bar for me to reach today. Right before we started, I often ask them, how do you feel the show is going to be today? Uh, Phoenix, without hesitation, 9-8. 9-8. And we're out of 10 here over, uh, over here, people, okay? Even right there. I, I fumbled the word. I, we, I don't know that I can do better than a 9-9 now. I, I'm already screwed. Before we get to anything, we have a tremendous show for you today. And I'm, I'm like, I'm in a good mood. I'm rested over the weekend. Oh, I should tell you guys also, the kids are doing much better. Uh, Justin and Luke both had COVID. Okay. David also has COVID. I think still does. He's still a little, little headache, a little sniffly, whatever. Uh, but the guys are doing much better. A lot of, lot of snot sucking this weekend. It's gross. It's really disgustingly gross. Have you guys seen that in the house downstairs? The snot suckers, they're horrible. Um, anyway, uh, everybody's doing much better. Before we get to the show, though, um, in the community, in the Ruben Report Locals community, Elizabeth made me this. This is little mini Dave that she crocheted. Uh, it's technically known as an amigurami. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Am I pronouncing that right? Amigurami? Yeah. So we have a little amigurami, little Dave here, and uh, very exciting. And his jacket even comes off. I mean, she did like an absolutely incredible job. Elizabeth, just amazing. Uh, all right, as always, guys, we got a post-game show for you at the end. If you want to join us, rubenreport.locals.com. And really what I want to do today is uh, I'm going to destroy a couple people because a couple people need to be destroyed. Don Lemon, I mean, he's self-immolating. He's lighting himself on fire, but we're just going to push that a little bit. It's just these corporate hack journalists. I just can't take it anymore. I cannot take it anymore. Have to destroy him. The one that I really have to go after, though, uh, is Andrea Mitchell over at uh, NBC and MSNBC, who had the most ridiculous, dishonest interview with Kamala Harris, lying, absolutely 100% without equivocation, lying about what Ron DeSantis is doing here with that uh, now infamous AP American Studies course. And, uh, and of course, Andrea Mitchell lies about it, which means the producers lie about it. And I would argue at this point, whether you are an, a network executive over at The View, which I often talk about, uh, or you're a network executive over at CNN or MSNBC or any of these places, your job is actually to hire people to do the dirty work, the lying for you. So they put Don Lemon out there knowing that his job is to lie. We'll get to some of his lies. Uh, they put Andrea Mitchell out there for one purpose only. Like, I don't think Andrea Mitchell is an idiot. 
I don't think she didn't know what really is going on with that AP course and that they're jamming gender studies and other woke nonsense in there, but she is paid to lie. And the question is who is paying her, right? Like the, net, the, the producer of that show, of that segment should be fired too. So I'm gonna call for a couple people to be fired. And I wanna be clear, this is not cancel culture. Cancel culture is an amorphous mob unjustly coming for somebody online because they said something they don't like. When journalists who are supposed to be the last bastion defending freedom, shining a light on the injustices of a society, when they go out of their way to do the reverse of journalism in total dereliction of their duty, they deserve to be fired. So Andrea Mitchell, I just don't think she's an idiot. She's been doing this for 30 some odd years at NBC. So she went into that interview either so the, I mean, the options, we'll get to the segment in just a sec. Either the options are when they do these things where they know they're lying, they're complete idiots, and I just don't think they're complete idiots, they're absolute liars, or they don't know what they're doing, or they're paid to do it. it it's, or maybe like a little combination of those four things, something like that. Anyway, between Lemon and Andrea Mitchell, we're gonna show you some Gavin Newsom dishonest stuff, and yeah, even Trump. It's like, I think people have had just enough of the endless, dishonesty and we have to get to something better. And I think we're on the cusp of it. I really, really do. Uh, and our great governor, you know about this Ron DeSantis guy? He's actually in New York right now laying out a blueprint to help the blue states uh, curb in some of their crime because crime obviously running rampant in New York and Cali and Illinois and a bunch of other places. So that Florida blueprint that I'm always talking about is actually being exported right uh, as we're speaking. I mean, he's doing a press conference, I think, right now. We already got some video that we'll show you in just a little bit. That was the longest intro I've ever given to a show, so let's get cracking. Uh, first off is, you may remember this. Uh, uh, we didn't get a chance to play it on this show, uh, but wanted to uh, get to it today. Don Lemon, who, as you guys know, he was the host of Don Lemon Tonight on CNN. Nobody was watching. He was sort of the, just the worst sort of pandering partisan hack you could be, constantly saying he was a journalist, but then always giving you opinion. That's the reverse of what I do. I am not a journalist. I am giving you my opinion. I suppose somehow this has become journalism, but that's a story for another day. Uh, Don Lemon then got the boot because nobody was watching his nighttime show. So they don't really fire you in these things. They let you keep the grift going, cash the checks a little bit long, longer. They threw him to the morning show. And now the morning show, nobody's watching that. And he's just become a complete lampoon of himself. Uh, and here he is, this is Thursday. I'm sure most of you have seen the clip already, but we've got a couple subsequent things after. Don Lemon saying that Nikki Haley is not in her prime because she ain't 35. This whole talk about age makes me uncomfortable. I think that, I think it's the wrong road to go down. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime, sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What do you talk, wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? Uh, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll. If you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say twenties, thirties, and forties. I don't necessarily. Forties. Oh, I got it. I'm not decade. saying I agree with that. So I think she has to be careful about saying that. Well, you know, politicians aren't in their I think prime. You need, need to qualify. To are you talking about prime for like childbearing, or are you don't talking don't shoot about the message prime for being president? What the facts are. Google it. Everybody at home. When is a woman in her prime? It says 20s, 30s, and 40s. And I'm just saying Nikki Haley should be careful about saying that politicians are not in their prime and they need to be in their prime when they serve because she wouldn't be in her prime according to Google, you know, Google or whatever it is. All right, so look, uh, we don't have to belabor the point on this. Cl uh, clown, 
Don Lemon is a clown. Like, he is just a clown. He is an actor LARPing as a person who's supposed to be a news anchor. That's all. He's going to get fired soon, so we can limit the amount of damage, extra damage I'm going to do to him today. Don and I also were friends at some period, and then he just kind of went off the rails. Is what it is. Doesn't matter. Uh, but this idea that women are somehow in their prime in 20s and 30s and 40s, and that Nikki Haley was somehow, that she should be careful when saying that is so crazy. Because first off, he would have never said that about Hillary Clinton, right? Hillary Clinton, what is she now? She's got to be 70 at this point, right? She, 70, 72, something like that. Um, he would have never said it about her. But her point really was that there's a difference between being 45, 55, even 65, and being 80, 82, you are clearly no longer in your prime. Hillary Clinton is 75 years old. Like she's, you're not, the, the, the truth is you're not in your prime at that point, but he's making this into some weird sexist, whatever. Anyway, you could see these two women sitting across from him. It's like, Lemon, are you in your prime? You're, you're a 56 year old, you know, soon to be unemployed news anchor. Would you say you're in your prime? Anyway, here's the next morning on CNN. I have serious FOMO from that interview that Poppy did. I'm jealous. <laughs> Poppy is at NBA All-Stars Weekend. It is going to be so good. We have so many good moments from that, including that full interview there. Good morning, everyone. Audie Kordish is here at the desk with us this morning. Don has the day off. No, that was not Don Lemon in drag. That was Audie Cornish right over there. And uh, that was Friday. They sent him packing on vacation. And then look what happened this morning. This is CNN Breaking News. Good morning, everyone. We do begin with breaking news this morning. President Biden makes a surprise visit to Ukraine. I'm Poppy Harlow in New York here with Sarah Seidner. Caitlin Collins is live in Warsaw, Poland, where the president will be shortly. Don has the day off. And here is what we know right now on a very... Don's got the day off again. Lemon. It's almost like you're not in your prime and you need more days off than the average person. Uh, so where did Don Lemon go? You're not going to believe it, guys. Miami, that's right, he's in my city right now. You could be wandering down the beach and see Don Lemon come, look at that. First of all, who, did he pose for that picture? Like what? Anyway, of course, of course he comes to Florida after bashing Ron DeSantis and bashing all the crazy right-wingers and they're mean and they're racist and they don't like gay people. Where does he go? He goes to the mean gay-hating uh, gay place called Florida to swim in our oceans. He's staying at a $2,000 a night hotel, by the way, so he'll, he's doing just fine. Uh, I don't mean to rub salt in the wound of Lemon, other than the fact that this is a guy who was sort of sane. And that's one of the odd things that you find about so many of these media people. You can always point, not always, but within reason, you can usually point to a moment where they were sane, and then it's like, how do they all go off the rails the way that they do, right? Where then they're just calling half the country racist and bigoted and homophobes, and they hate women, and they hate old people, all of the nonsense that he puts forth. We found this video. This is from 10 years ago, we're gonna split it into two parts for you. 10 years ago, 2013, listen to Don Lemon talking about five things that could fix the black community. And tell me if this sounds like uh, Don Lemon in 2023 or did something happen to him over the course of these last 10 years? Because black people, if you really want to fix the problem, here's just five things that you should think about doing. Here's number five, and if, if, if this doesn't apply to you, if you're not doing this, then it doesn't apply to you. I'm not talking about you. Here's number five, pull up your pants. Walking around with your ass and your underwear showing is not okay. In fact, 
it comes from prison when they take away belts from the prisoner so that they can't make a weapon. And then it evolved into which role a prisoner would have during male-on-male prison sex. The one with the really low pants is a submissive one. You get my point? Number four now is the N-word. By promoting the use of that word when it's not germane to the conversation, have you ever considered that you may just be perpetuating the stereotype the master intended, acting like a Now number three, respect where you live. Start small by not dropping trash, littering in your own communities. I've lived in several predominantly white neighborhoods in my life. I rarely, if ever, witness people littering. I live in Harlem now. It's an historically black neighborhood. Every single day I see adults and children dropping their trash on the ground when a garbage can is just feet away. Just being honest here. Damn Lemon out there sounded like Larry Elder and Thomas Sowell. What? But that's Lemon 10 years ago, so uh, pick up your pants. First off, I did not know about that uh, situation in the uh, men's prisons. I watch Orange is the New Black. That was a woman's prison. and. <laughs> They're up to some scary stuff over there. I did not know the other thing. Uh, but anyway, pick up your pants. Okay, this sounds like Jordan Peter Peterson stuff, right? Wear clothes that fit. Shocking. Uh, say the N-word a little bit less. Okay, I think we can all get on board that one. Uh, respect where you live. And Lemon makes a point of saying he used to live around a lot of white people. My God, is there anyone more assimilated living with black people and white people living together? Cats and dogs. It's crazy. He continued. Number two, finish school. You want to break the cycle of poverty? Stop telling kids are acting white because they go to school or they speak proper English. A high school dropout makes on average $19,000 a year. A high, a high school graduate makes $28,000 a year. A college graduate makes $51,000 a year. Over the course of a career, a college grad will make nearly a million dollars more than a high school graduate. That's a lot of money. And number one, and probably the most important, just because you can have a baby, it doesn't mean you should, especially without planning for one or getting married first. More than 72% of children in the African-American community are born out of wedlock. That means absent fathers. And the studies show that lack of a male role model is an express train right to prison. And the cycle continues. I think you guys see what I'm trying to do here. The guy was saying, now, I don't know how that is considered journalism. That's his opinion on all of those things. But that used to be something that could air on CNN. I believe at that point he was a daytime host, if I'm not mistaken. Then he got promoted to primetime. Now he's uh, in the morning. So he's kind of been all over the place in that regard. Um, I, I, so, but that, that's clearly opinion. And by the way, all the networks, they do opinion. Tucker's doing an opinion show, not a straight up news show. But Lemon always says that he's a journalist. That's, that's the different thing. But basically, pull up your pants. Don't say the N-word. Respect where you live. Finish school and don't have a baby out of wedlock. That is Larry Elder stuff. That is Jordan Peterson stuff. That is Thomas Sowell stuff. Actually, it's, it's, it's basic common sense. Take care of your shit. Get yourself in order and then see what happens. And, the, and if you do that, if you clean your room, you might be able to clean the world, but you gotta do it in that order. But that's the type of, dare I say, conservative stuff that Don Lemon used to say, although here he is talking about BJ's. He, you lied to him and said, I have an infection. Mm -hmm. And if you rape me, or if you do, if you have intercourse mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. me, then you will probably get it and give it to your wife. Right. And you said he, was, he made you perform oral sex. Right. You, you know, there are ways not to perform oral sex if you oh, want to do it. Um, I was kind of, 
stoned at the time, yeah. and quite honestly, that didn't even enter my mind. Mm. Yeah. Now I wish it would have. Right. But meaning the using of the teeth, mm -hmm. right? Yes, to, that's what I'm thinking. Weapon, you're, yeah, I didn't even think of it. Biting. So. Um, Ouch. Yes. <laughs> the using of the teeth. I just sounded like Bill Cosby when I said, the using of the teeth. You see, I'm trying to drug you so I can get a blowjob and the using of the teeth. Um, that quote, though, this should be Don. Don, if you're watching this show, and maybe I'll see you in Miami today. I'm, I'm going to be out and about this afternoon. Uh, but for your next book, man, the title, there, it should, this is it. There Are Ways Not to Perform Oral Sex by Don Lemon. That is a book. I would buy that book. It's an incredible book. And you list 10 ways not to give oral sex. Anyway, he says this to this woman, absolutely insane. But if you think that's nuts, if you, if you think that's nuts, we've got another clip for you. You see, here's Don Lemon in 2021 telling Chris Cuomo that Trump voters are evil and vaxxers are evil and stupid and morons and the rest of it. Here we go. I think we have to stop coddling people when it comes to this and the vaccine saying, oh, you can't shame them. You can't call them stupid. You can't call them silly. Yes, they are. The people who aided and abetted Trump are stupid because they believed his big lie. The people who are not getting vaccines, who are believing the lies on the Internet instead of science, it's time to start shaming them. What else? Or leave them behind. That really was the clip that made me want to do this thing because Don should be shamed, right? Someone who is not vaxxed, who had vaccine hesitancy, who actually maybe took care of themselves and ate right and was in good shape and got some sunshine and everything else or did whatever decision they wanted to do regarding their own health should not be shamed by a ridiculous, again, quote unquote journalist on CNN, right? And all the people, if they voted for Trump and believe Trump, I mean, they're stupid, all of those things. And then it, it's just hilarious because Chris Cuomo stepped down in shame, the guy he's talking to, and Lemon is about to be fired. Anyway, here's one more Lemon. Man, we are really, when life gives you lemons, make internet videos, I don't know, something. Um, here's one more Lemon. This is him last week. He had this guy on Bishop McKissick, uh, talking about Ron DeSantis and education, because as you guys know, I will clearly state it one more time, uh, Ron DeSantis removed an AP African-American studies course from Florida curriculum where they were going to teach critical race theory and they were going to teach woke gender nonsense and all of these things as it relates to African-American studies. That's what he removed. He did not remove anyone, any high school or college class from teaching about civil rights or Martin Luther King or slavery or the Civil War or anything else. Uh, but Lemon has Bishop McKissick on to talk about just that. And Bishop, you're going to this protest today. What is, what is the biggest message, the clearest line that you want to get across by going and attending? Well, we wanted to be very clear that we are not here just to make a statement, but we're here to affect a change. Governor DeSantis says they want education and not indoctrination. And we want to be very clear to not miss the forest because of the trees. This is not just about an AP course. This is also about his attempt to dilute uh, colleges and schools, teach diversity, equity, and inclusion. And it is our attempt to say, we will not allow you to redact our history, whitewash our history, because in doing that, you are left with nothing but a conservative consciousness and thought about black history, which in effect 
his indoctrination. So we're not the ones doing the indoctrinating. He is the one that's doing it. That's what I want to say. That, you know, the whole idea of the, the history that many of us were taught uh, growing up. And, you know, Christopher Columbus discovered America, which sort of leads. If you all need to rub your temples right now, I know it's Monday. You enjoyed yourself over the weekend. Hopefully you come back, you go, is it still happening? Is it still happening? And it is still happening. Everything that the bishop said there is nonsense. DeSantis is defending from the indoctrination. The indoctrination is diversity, equity, and inclusion, and the rest of this woke drivel and all of the gender stuff that they are putting in the schools. So DeSantis is just saying, hey, how about we go back to the stuff we were teaching, say five or seven or 10 years ago? No one in Florida was not, you think of the average kid in Florida was not learning about civil rights, was not learning about uh, Martin Luther King and all the rest of it. Like, of course they were. And do you think, honestly, really guys think about it for one second. And this is when your brainwashed NPC friends come up to you and they go, oh my God, Ron DeSantis, he doesn't like black people. I made them sound like that, uh, whatever. Um, when they do that to you, well, that is what they all sound like at the end of the day, actually. When they do that to you, you have to say to them, do you honestly think that in Florida they are not allowed to teach about civil rights? Do you honestly think that if a teacher gives an honest assessment of what Martin Luther King's life was all about, that, that he is going to be fired? It's so beyond the pale, but these people love the lies. And they love the lies because they're constantly being fed the lies. So they are addicted to the lies. It's the only thing that they know. So this guy gets on there, this bishop gets on there and says that diversity, equity, inclusion is an honest assessment of black history. But no, it is not. The civil rights movement, the march towards equality, not equity, is the actual history. Martin Luther King himself would be embarrassed and ashamed by what BLM and the woke activists have become because it's counter to what he wanted, where he wanted his kids not to be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. So these people have everything backwards. Lemon is just placating it. So let me officially say, because I'm gonna go for a couple people here, Don Lemon should be fired. It's not because he's an idiot. It's not because he's buffoon. It's not because he's an actor. It's because he is flat out terrible at his job. Now, I get it. The network executives hired him to be terrible at his job, so a couple of them should probably be fired too. But these people are actually doing damage to America at this point. They are part of a brainwashing organization that clearly is designed to make people stupid. It is, it is designed to keep one set of ideas in power and make sure that everyone who challenges that is somehow considered a bad guy or a right-wing maniac or something like that. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. So let's move Lemon to the side, okay? And let's talk about Andrea Mitchell. This one is really incredible. Andrea Mitchell has been a journalist on NBC and MSNBC and a bunch of other places. She's on Meet the Press all the time. She goes, she gets major, major interviews. She goes to all of the presidential debates, et cetera, et cetera. She is thought of as a mainstream nonpartisan journalist, okay? Here she is sitting down with Kamala Harris, talking about what Ron DeSantis is doing with these AP courses. Now, listen to the way she frames the question. Now, you just have to think before we show you the clip. 
Does Andrea Mitchell have no idea what she's talking about, or is she a paid activist to push a certain point of view? And then you just, you're just saying it to Kamala, who has about two neurons firing, so a lot of dribble out of her. Go. What does Governor Ron DeSantis not know about black history and the black experience when he says that slavery and the aftermath of slavery should not be taught to Florida school children? I don't know what he knows and what he doesn't know, but I know this. Any push to censor America's teachers and tell them what they should be teaching in the best interest of our children in, in partnership with the parents of America is, I think, um, wrong-headed. The people who know our children best are their parents and their teachers in terms of the time they spend and the investment they've placed in the brains and capacity of our children who are our nation's future. And it should not be some politician saying what should be taught in our classrooms. It's so incredible. Kamala is just an idiot, so I don't even know that I can deal with her. Man, I'm fired up on this Monday morning. I don't know. It's because I'm running an infirmary all weekend. I haven't spoke to an adult in a while. It's good to see you guys. Look, Kamala's just an idiot. Everything she says there, if you believed any of that, Kamala, you would be for school choice, right? It shouldn't be politicians who tell kids what to do, except you and the Democrats are the ones that want all of the kids going to public schools so that they can be brainwashed by your teachers' unions and everything else. So she's just a mindless buffoon. Let's just move her aside. Andrea Mitchell, what an insane, what an insane way of framing this. What does Ron DeSantis not know about the black experience? Something to that effect. What a crazy way. Why does he not want slavery and the aftermath of slavery to be taught? It is a complete lie. So you must understand, these people that work at NBC News, the, the segment producer, you have to be fired. Somebody has to be fired if we're to believe that any of this means anything. Now, I get it. They're, again, they're not in the business of truth. They are not in the business of anything honest. They are in the business of propaganda. So when I say that they should be fired, I understand no one's going to be fired. But Andrea Mitchell should be shamed everywhere she goes. Because again, either she's an idiot, so she's asking questions of which she knows nothing about, or she is paid, the segment producer, and the producer above that, and the EP, it's a whole machine at NBC News. They are literally paying them to lie so that Kamala Harris, who's a moron, can lie in her response. But they launder the lies together, as I often say. Uh, so it continues, not just on NBC, but on their junior network, MSNBC, the televised mental institution. Here's Joy Reid and David Jolly. And this guy, am I, am I correct? This guy is a congressman in Florida? David Jolly? He's a, is he a Florida congressman? I want to get this right before we start. He is a Floridian congressman. Jesus Christ. You see, we've got our own problems here. Here they are uh, talking about Governor DeSantis. And again, getting rid of woke Gender ideology from one African-American studies course, but look at what they extrapolate out of that. Because what they're doing with all yeah. of these memes and shtick is they're kind of softening up the electorate for some really bizarre things that they want to do, banning yeah. LGBTQ books nationwide. That's big, big government. Yeah, it would be funny if it wasn't so dangerous because they are in power and they might have even more power in 2024. Look, on, on immigration, this is a party whose most recent achievement was to separate innocent children from their parents, many of those kids never to be reunited 
again. And that is actually a policy they would likely pursue. On this banning books issue, and I've got to say, it's not just Marjorie Taylor Greene and George Santos, it is Ron DeSantis and other governments. Let's yeah. break down the absurdity. And I honestly think you got to attack the absurdity of it. First and foremost, this is a group of people that believe reading a book can make you gay. Think about it. That, that's their biggest concern. If you read a book, you might decide you're gay. They think the solution to what they see as societal ills is big, big government. It's the governor right. of Florida telling you specifically what books you can read. It's the government deciding specifically right. what teachers can teach. It's literal government thought control. This is incredible. This is, this is absolutely incredible today. Is it because it's a Monday? It's a Monday thing or something like that? Every single thing that they say is a lie. They love big government control. Okay, first off, the guy's a former congressman, so that makes me feel good. David Jolly is a former Republican congressman who now goes on MSNBC, tells you all, need, all you need to know about this guy. Okay, so let's, uh, let's just move past uh, Mr. Jolly there. Uh, the books that they are referring to, no one thinks that the book is going to make you gay, you morons. What they don't want is in many of these books, they are literally teaching kids what apps to download to go have anonymous sex with strangers and how to give hand jobs and blow jobs. And I suppose if you were gonna have that book in the class, you could also have Don Lemon's book, There Are Ways Not to Perform Oral Sex by Don Lemon. I suppose if they put both of those books together, then we'd have an actual functioning library with a diverse set of ideas. But everything they say is a lie. The state is in control of what books you can read. That is how it works. So generally, conservatives and Republicans want more school choice. For some reason, these people want pornographic books in the kindergartens. I don't know why, that would be something to ask them. But what else do they do on the mainstream media? And you can see it's happening. And this was obvious that it was gonna happen. And that's why I've been talking about it for so long and why I think we have to prepare ourselves accordingly. The assault on truth is here at, at a steroidal bananas level at this point. And what it's really coming down to is there is one guy who is leading the attack against it. There is one guy who is saying no from a government perspective and it's DeSantis and he's doing it better than anybody. So what is the media gonna do? Not only are they gonna lie about everything that he says, but they will also bring on a certain set of Republicans to tell you how bad and mean and scary he is. This is what they used to do with never Trump Republicans. These were people who had never accomplished any, well, I was gonna say many of them have never accomplished anything in their lives. These are the David Frum types. These are the neocon types who got us into all sorts of wars, have all sorts of death on their hands, but they always had to make it seem like they were the principled Republicans and Donald Trump is sort of orange and he eats McDonald's and he has steak with ketchup and he's very mean and scary. Uh, and they never accomplish anything. They never conserve anything. And you can already see this. All of them are now becoming rabidly anti-DeSantis because again, DeSantis, they will describe him as Hitler with a calculator because he's competent. But there is nothing the media loves more than a Republican who will take out an effective Republican. Cue former Maryland governor, Larry Hogan. Uh, here he is, he's getting all the press now. Nobody supports this guy. He has no interesting ideas. No one will vote for him, but they really want to push him as a viable candidate because he will be an impotent Republican and he'll do whatever he can to get on TV to, uh, to take out DeSantis. My question to you is not whether this is a legitimate issue to be talking about. It's about whether this is the main issue or not. Do you view this as the main issue for 2024? 
No, I think it's an important issue, and I do hear it, and people are concerned about this as I travel around the country, because, you know, the, most people just don't think we should be talking about, you know, things like sex to young kids, and that parents want to be more involved in this decisions about what their kids are being taught. However, uh, you know, I think some of this rhetoric is, uh, you know, some, you know d- demanding that things be done a certain way or that you can't say this, or you can't say that. We've got to be really careful I know, about it. Does it feel like you're going the other way? Like, it, it's yeah. sort of like you're, on one hand, you've Governor DeSantis claiming, hey, I don't want all of this, but I'm going to tell you exactly what you can say, and I'm going to tell you what you can't say. Well, I'm a small government, you know, common sense conservative, and to me, it sounds like big government and uh, authoritarian. Uh, you, you have to agree with me, and I'm going to tell you what you can and can't do. So, But it's an issue. It's not the most important issue. I think more people are concerned about the economy, mm-hmm. inflation. They're concerned about uh, crime. Right. Uh, but education is one of the things that we've got to talk about. I'm sorry. Do we have a bleeper? Am I able to, are you able to bleep me in any way? All right, I'm going to curse, guys. I'm going crazy this morning. I cannot believe this is real. I don't know if there was maybe crack in my coffee or something, but fuck these people. Like, what the fuck? Fuck! Enough, enough of the lies. Everything they're saying there is a lie. And parents do care and nobody wants this. And, And you, Larry Hogan, Larry Hogan, I had him on the show. He came to my house when we lived in LA. I had him on the show. He was a decent guy. That was about four or five years ago, something like that. We agreed to go have margaritas in Annapolis. That's what we were gonna do because I do have a little Mexican joint right there in Annapolis, right on the main thing. They got those good fish tacos over there. But, but he is an absolute clown and he is being propped up by a system that will do anything to make sure that anyone who is effective at telling you the truth will be destroyed. And that's why they're all going after DeSantis. DeSantis is not telling anyone what they can say or can't say. He doesn't want third graders learning how to give hand jobs. I wanted to be a respectable member of the community. You know what I mean? That's all I wanted years ago. Anyway, here's Gavin Newsom. He's a horrible person. He's a lizard. He is a lizard who much like Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs skins people and puts on a human skin outfit over his lizard skin and then pretends to be a human. Now, fortunately for us, as you know, in Silence of the Lambs, Buffalo Bill was stopped by Clarice Starling right before he was able to put on the woman's suit, okay? Put the lotion in the basket, you all know that. Gavin Newsom has somehow been able to put the human skin suit over his lizard body and and become governor of California. Uh, Here he is going off on DeSantis too. We need to get aggressive. I mean, why are we on the defense reacting to Ron DeSantis? I want to wake people up to what the hell's going on. The rights that we've fought so hard for the last half century being rolled back in real time. This rights regression is real. Civil rights, you know, voting rights, gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender rights, what's happening with contraception, abortion. These guys are claiming freedom. They're banning books, banning private speech, not just public free speech, attacking the Special Olympics, National Hockey League. You saw the college board roll over to DeSantis. I mean, it's the rank racism, the othering, the demeaning of vulnerable people. Democrats need to wake up. We're not on the offense. We're sitting here playing defense, saying perhaps we are too woke. Yes, you are too woke, you soulless little monster. Um, Everything he said there was a lie. Do we need to go into all of it? Um, He stopped the NHL hockey thing from coming to Florida because they were going to uh, ban white kids who wanted to play. We've already made the point about what's going on at the schools. Every single thing he said there was a lie. Gavin Newsom is evil. He is evil and soulless, and we must understand that. By the way, uh, nearly a million people, it's gonna cross a million any day now, have left California since COVID started. So a million, really think about what a million people is. There are a million souls 
that left California because they could not deal with the bullshit from that lizard man, okay? And you know where they moved? They moved to Florida. Florida right now still getting 1,200 people per day, per day. We cannot build fast enough because we are taking in refugees from lizard man, okay? Uh, here's lizard man back in July going off on DeSantis again. It's Independence Day, so let's talk about what's going on in America. Freedom, it's under attack in your state. Your Republican leaders, they're banning books, making it harder to vote, restricting speech in classrooms, even criminalizing women and doctors. I urge all of you living in Florida to join the fight or join us in California, where we still believe in freedom, freedom of speech, freedom to choose, freedom from hate, and the freedom to love. Don't let them take your freedom. Paid for by Newsom for California Governor 2020. I could see how, what's his name? Uh, Bruce Banner would lose control and the Hulk would just explode out of him. You know what I mean? He's doing those breathing exercises all day and then he watches the Gavin Newsom head. Hulk, smash! Um, okay, again, everything he said, they're criminal. Yes, we're criminalizing women and doctors here. I was actually walking my dog this morning and there were, tr there were giant uh, trucks with DeSantis's face on the side and they were grabbing women off the street. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> um, Actually, you know who is criminalizing doctors? It's Gavin Newsom. Uh, he pushed for a law to be passed related to disinformation and misinformation on the COVID vaccine so that doctors who'd go against what the state of California wants, meaning if they're vaccine skeptics, uh, they could actually have their license taken away. Uh, we did find this one on the interwebs. This is a, here, finally, and I need something to just, I need to be able to relax for just a moment. Uh, a humorous version of a Gavin Newsom ad. Over the last few years, our redwood forests have suffered some of the worst fires we've ever seen. At least, that's what I was told while spending time in the free state of Montana. They didn't have a Four Seasons or a Ritz there, but that's okay. I thrive through adversity. But lately, I'm stressing, bro, about Florida Governor DeSantis. Why is everyone moving there? Sure, the economy is booming, but let me tell you what Florida does not have. Homeless camps. In California, the biggest and the best. Abortion clinics. Everywhere. Just like voting in California, you can do it often, early, and late, really late. And hey, Florida certainly doesn't offer the fresh smell of human feces in the air or the spectacular sight of heroin needles scattered on sidewalks. Florida doesn't even have an income tax like we do, taking all kinds of your money. I say that's the California way. And I've been inspired by the courage and resilience of Californians. Keep it up. I'll take more of your money, shut the state down again, and keep tweeting like a 15-year-old at Ron DeSantis while I pursue my real dream to run for president and make all of America as awful as California. Legal and idiot disclaimer, this is not Gavin Newsom's voice. Okay, I feel better, I feel better. Uh, that was done by my buddy Trey Raydell, who's a former congressman of Southwest Florida. We've had Trey on the show a couple times. He's down in the Fort Myers area right now, really helping with the reconstruction over there. Anyway, the way these lies just keep going, man, I do feel better. The way these lies just keep going and they keep going and going and going and they work their way through the entire system. So here's a tweet by Joe Biden. Before we show the tweet though, you must understand Joe Biden is not allowed to hold a phone. There is zero chance that they let Joe Biden hold a phone or have access to Twitter or literally anything else. Okay. I am surprised that they don't have someone else chewing his food at this point, but here's a tweet by Joe Biden related to exactly what we're talking about here. I think every kid in every zip code in every state should have access to every education opportunity possible. I guess for some that isn't consensus view. 
This is a complete distortion and reverse of the truth. The Democrats and you, Joe Biden, you're against school choice. It is now becoming policy of many Republicans. School choice, fund students, not systems. It's happening in Iowa. It's happening in Arkansas, in Florida. We've removed a lot of the woke stuff out. There's still work to do, but it's happening here. Do not pretend you are for choice or for good education because if you were, you would want a parent, a young black mom. And I know you love to pander to black people. So you would want that young black mother not to have to send her son to the failing school, but she would get some sort of credit. This is if you believe the government has any role in anything, which I'm not really sure anymore, but if you believe the government has any role in anything and should tax, right, then that you could take the money, you could give it to the mother and she could go, okay, there's there's five schools here, there's a little bit more of a distance here, but I can use some of the money and da, 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 and we're gonna send them to a better school and that competition would make for a better education. But just like Kamala Harris, you cannot say anything true. You, they just can't. And you know why they also can't say anything true? Because DeSantis isn't giving them what they want. He is responding to these clowns perfectly, which is basically by not responding at all. Here in Duval County, we have seen bookshelves in schools emptied in response to Florida's new guidelines on books. I'm wondering, is this what you're Actually, you know, that video, that was a fake narrative. That was not true. And our press guys were, is Brian back there? He can get you the details on that. Uh, this is trying to create some narrative as if that. They hadn't even put the books out yet to begin with. So there's no need for all of that stuff. What they're trying to do is they're trying to act like somehow, you know, we don't want books. The, and some of the narratives that you hear, you hear people talk about felony charges. Understand, nothing that we've done since I've been governor has done anything. That, now, there is longstanding Florida law that prohibits an adult from giving uh, a school child pornography. But don't we think that that's inappropriate to do? But that's been the law for a long time. So when they hear you, when, you, when they start chirping about that, understand they're talking about longstanding Florida law that's trying to protect young children. So I think they're trying to do things to, to virtue signal. I think it's all politically motivated. But what the Department of Education, I've asked them, I said, talk to these school districts. Tell, are there books that, that, that are problematic? You, are you really removing? And make them justify what they're doing. Because I can tell you, with our curriculum transparency, parents are concerned if you have in sixth grade the ability to access a book that has pornographic acts depicted. And you have seen that across the country. Go read books like Gender Queer and see what's in there. Uh, it's inappropriate. So we've armed parents the ability to, to object to that and to make sure that they're having education and, and not indoctrination. But anytime you hear about something that seems so outlandish, just understand uh, they're manufacturing that uh, to try to create uh, a narrative. That is the thing. You hear this and it is a manufactured narrative. Do you think I would sit here and defend this guy or defend this state if they were really coming after books? Really coming after books. But we all know that in essence, you should not be giving kids porn at a public school. You shouldn't be giving kids porn. How about that? How about that as just a blanket statement? Uh, but this is what the left wants and they are all running cover. Why is Andrea Mitchell running cover for, uh, for these people who want kids to know how to give hand jobs. Why is kids giving hand jobs so important to Andrea Mitchell? I don't know, Andrea Mitchell, somebody should ask you a question, I suppose. So where is Ron DeSantis right now? Well, actually he is laying out his blueprint for a better America. And this morning 
he got to New York and he's in New York right now. And he's not just talking about the education stuff. He's talking about how the blue states and particularly the blue cities are really struggling when it comes to policing. Uh, so let's, uh, we, we got some info from the Daily Wire on exactly what he's doing right now. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is advocating for breaking up the federal government's heavy presence in Washington, D.C. by moving agencies across the country. We'll get to what I was referring to in just a sec. The Republican, who's widely considered a GOP frontrunner, should he enter the 2024 presidential contest, provided a glimpse of his vision for the country. Too much power has accumulated in D.C., and the result is a detached administrative state that rules over us and imposes its will on us, DeSantis said. While there are a host of things that need to be done to reconstitutionalize government, parceling out federal agencies to other parts of the country could help reduce the negative effects of this accumulation of power. I don't promise things I can't deliver, DeSantis said, which the publication noted was in reference to his efforts to keep woke topics out of schools. Virtually every major institution in our country is attempting to impose a progressive agenda on society, DeSantis said. Florida strives to protect the ability of its citizens to live their lives free from this agenda being shoved down their throats. In another move hinting at the governor's future ambitions, DeSantis has a book titled The Courage to Be Free, Florida's Blueprint for America's Survival, due for release on February 28th. The Florida Blueprint is a simple formula. Be willing to lead, have the courage of your convictions, deliver for your constituents, and reap the political rewards, he wrote according to an excerpt published by the New York Post. This is a blueprint for America's revival. We've shown it can be done. And yes, that is the blueprint. Remember, they are all only doing this because there is one guy at a political level, and, and he's giving you the blueprint so it'll hopefully spread, that is just saying enough. Enough is enough, and that's all we've been asking for. We have been on an on a unbelievably vicious, brutal, painful slide for a couple years now. It has led to all of this insanity where you literally have the president of the United States pretending to tweet because there's some guy in Florida who doesn't want porn in fifth grade classrooms. And <laughs> anyway, it continues because not only is DeSantis getting hit from, from the left, uh, but he's even getting hit from the right now. And this kind of shows you when you're over the target, you're gonna get it from everybody. Uh, here's a tweet by Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake, of course, I've had Carrie on the show. I consider myself friendly, myself friendly with her. Uh, she was the gubernatorial candidate in Arizona who lost. She's still contesting the election. Uh, but she tweeted this out. The kiss of death, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis endorsed by George Soros. Um, I watched the video and uh, no, George Soros did not endorse Ron DeSantis. I actually tweeted at her saying, you might want to review it again. Uh, but uh, Ann Coulter, Ann Coulter, who was a huge Trump person the first time around, who basically is now anti-Trump. Ann Coulter was on Tim Pool's show discussing uh, this move by Carrie Lake and this video basically where they made it seem like uh, Soros was uh, going after Trump and, and endorsing DeSantis. This one pissed me off. Newsweek writes, George Soros prays for Ron DeSantis rattles Trump supporters. And that's putting it lightly. I saw Gateway Pundit wrote, George, the kiss of death. George Soros endorses Ron DeSantis, which he did not do. Let me show you the quote, because they actually do have the quote in here. Quote, DeSantis is shrewd, ruthless, and ambitious. He is likely to be the Republican candidate. 
This could induce Trump, whose narcissism has turned into a disease, to run as a third party candidate. That would lead to a Democratic landslide and force the Republican Party to reform itself. Well, you went right <laughs> under the news table. from Ann. I just think it's stupid to decide whether you like a politician or a person based on who else likes that person or doesn't like that person. Yes. So obviously Soros isn't backing DeSantis. Obviously. He might be saying some actually quasi-truths related to what Trump's move might be. And wouldn't it be, and this is the irony of, of sort of unfortunately what seems to be happening to Trump right now. Again, I like the guy. I like his kids. There's a situation I'd vote for him again. I proudly voted for him last time. Uh, but this move where he's so all in on trying to take out DeSantis right now and putting out all of this nonsense on Truth Social about DeSantis. And by the way, it's not working. I mean, it's simply not working. Um, maybe the move is that really, and this would be the ultimate swamp move for the guy who wants to uh, drain the swamp, is that he will basically start a third party after this, his America First party, and basically destroy the Republican party so Democrats can always be in power. Wouldn't that be some way of the swamp actually using Donald Trump? I mean, 3D chess, 5D chess, 8D chess, you gotta think about these things. Uh, anyway, here is, uh, dis on, uh, sorry, here's Coulter, on uh, why she has sort of shifted towards the DeSantis camp away from the Trump camp. Americans were correct to vote for the guy no matter how much of a despicable, moronic, grifting human being he was. He promised us a wall and that's why people voted Is for him. Is DeSantis gonna get us a wall? Um, what I like, I think so. I think so. I think so. I absolutely do. And the reason I say it with that enthusiasm is what I like about DeSantis is Trump was all talk, no action. DeSantis is no talk, action. Yeah. Okay, so you really have to understand, this, this is super, super interesting. Ann Coulter, she was basically Trump's biggest intellectual backer, right? Like she really was. I mean, this is someone who crosses, it's not that she crosses the aisle in terms of her intellect, but she crosses the aisle in that she used to go on real time with Bill Maher all the time. They'd disagree on everything. I don't know that she's been on in quite some time, but the point is she's, she's someone that is known around the country that, that five years ago, six years ago, when, when nobody was willing to touch Trump, just as it was bubbling up, she was one of the first people in on Trump. She's been sorely disappointed, mostly because of the wall situation. So that's her opinion on that, which I thought was interesting. And here's, here's some of the things that Trump is doing on Truth Social right now. Uh, this is from a couple of days ago. Ron DeSanctimonious wants to cut your social security and Medicare closed up Florida and its beaches, loves rhinos, Paul Ryan, Jeb Bush, and Karl Rove, disasters all, is backed by globalist club for no growth, Lincoln pervert project, and uninspired coke. And it only gets worse from there. He is a rhino in disguise whose poll numbers are dropping like a rock. Hold on, just leave it up there so I can go through this quickly. Uh, I have never heard Ron DeSantis say anything related to cutting social security and Medicare, I think there actually are some discussions that we could honestly have about doing some of that, that they've become too big and there aren't enough people paying in anymore and what would that would mean. Closed up Florida and its beaches. Uh, he did that for about two weeks and then reversed on all that. Trump actually did Operation Warp Speed and even just months ago was still people telling people to get jabs. And also when Georgia tried to open up, Trump tried to stop them. Loves pino, rhinos, Paul Ryan, Jeb Bush, and Karl Rove. Well, it's interesting because Trump, you twice endorsed Ron DeSantis, so what does that say about you? Uh, backed by Globalist Club for No Growth, Lincoln Pervert Project. So the Lincoln Project, which is a bunch of anti-Trump trash, they're all going in on after DeSantis now. So that's just not true. Uh, he's a rhino in disguise. A rhino in disguise. 
He's literally doing everything any of us have asked. And if that's all you got, Trump, right? Like, I'm not a cult member. That's the thing. Like, again, I like you for the most part, but if this is what you're gonna do, and also this Ron the Sanctimonious thing, which is not picking up any steam. Do you know what the definition of sanctimonious is? It's making a show of being morally superior to other people. Does that seem like what DeSantis is doing? DeSantis literally stands there and goes, stop. Stop with the woke shit. Stop abusing citizens. Stop telling people how to live. Does that seem sanctimonious? Or does that seem actually the reverse of sanctimony? Uh, sanctimony of being morally better than everybody? Well, you, Trump, turn on everybody. Everybody that you hire turns out to be the worst person possible because you're morally better than them. And you can, you know, it's like, and again, you got it, you guys got it. But the point is the entire machine is going after DeSantis right now. And that tells you something. The machine is not going after Trump. You, I am, mark my words, I have said it before and I'll say it again. You are going to see MSNBC and CNN and the New York Times, they are all going to become pro-Trump because they know Trump will never be president and they will use Trump to destroy DeSantis. And if Trump doesn't see that, well, he should see that. And Donald, Mr. Former President, I, would be, I will come to Mar-a-Lago to talk to you about it if you'd like to, off camera if you wanna do that. Uh, but anyway, he is, now we can get to what I referenced earlier, DeSantis is in New York today because he is trying to show other states that there is a blueprint from uh, there is a blueprint for success. So the governor's office released a press release right before we went live on air. We're gonna give you just a tiny bit of it here. Law and order, Florida leading the way, and I'm just gonna uh, chop that down just a bit. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is meeting with law enforcement officers in New York City, Philadelphia, and Chicago to share Florida's blueprint for keeping communities safe and offers support as blue cities turn their backs on the law enforcement community. Florida is a refuge for sanity in a world gone mad. Governor Ron DeSantis is leading the nation to support law enforcement officers and keep Florida communities safe. The governor has implemented the most pro-law enforcement policy package in the country. And because of this, Florida is experiencing a 50-year low crime rate. Blue cities like New York City, Philadelphia, and Chicago are experiencing a different story due to failed soft-on-crime leadership, which endangers their citizens and makes it harder for law enforcement officers to do their job. And here's just some stats from some of these places. New York City saw a 23% surge in major crimes in the year 2022. In 2022, more than 170,000 felony crimes were reported in New York City, the most since 2006. That's up 20% from 2021. The number of shoplifting complaints surged to more than 63,000 in 2022, a 45% jump over the roughly 45,000 reported in 2021 and a nearly 275% jump compared to the mid 2000s, the statistics show. Just a little bit more here. In Philadelphia, more than 500 citizens were victims of homicides annually in both 2021 and 2022 under District Attorney Larry Kasner, a murder rate not seen since 1990. As of February 16th, 2023, there have been 58 homicides this past year. 
There were 562 homicides in Philadelphia in 2021, an increase of 78% from the 315 that occurred, that occurred the year before Krasner took office in 2017. 2021 ends, and here's more from uh, Chicago, uh, 2021 ends as Chicago's deadliest year in a quarter century with 800 homicides. Total crime in Chicago went up 41% in 2022 compared to 2021. When looking at police statistics, crime rates are up 33% in since 2019, since Lori Lightfoot took office. And now let's contrast that with Florida. Florida's crime rate is at a 50-year low, according to the 2021 Annual Uniform Crime Report. Murder was down 14%. Robbery was down 17.5%. Aggravated assault was down 1.6%. Burglary was down 15%. Larceny was down nearly 9%. Motor vehicle theft was also down 6.4%. Uh, domestic violence incre uh, decreased by 2.5%. Governor DeSantis enacted the most pro-law enforcement policy package in the nation in April of 2022. That's a lot of reading, people, but I think you get the point. The blueprint is here. The facts are the facts and reality is reality. So we will all have to choose. Do you want to be San Francisco or do you want to be Miami? Do you want to be capitalist? or do you wanna be communist? We can make all of these decisions and just watch the entire machine, be it left or right, be it corporate, it is coming for the guy and we have to offer a bit of defense on that. It, and again, I'm saying this all without any, I swear to you, I have no insider knowledge as to whether the guy wants to run or not. It does seem like it's shaping up that way and that's why the machine is freaking out and he clearly, you know, there's a reason that you'd go and as the governor of Florida and talk about crime in New York and Philly and Chicago, there, you know, that, that does give a hint that there's a national aspiration here. Um, but this is, this is basically our last chance. This is basically our last chance. And as I said last week, as a Floridian, there is part of me that does not want it to happen. It is a huge part of me because it is so freaking good here. And you'd have to replicate that with someone else. And I don't know exactly who's on the bench. I think there are some capable people for sure. Uh, but all of this is action from Ron DeSantis, who isn't even president, doing things at a national level. By the way, you know where Joe Biden is? We showed it in the, uh, do we, oh no, we showed it in that Don Lemon clip. Uh, Do, Joe Biden made a surprise announcement and uh, showed up in Ukraine today. So he's basically president of Ukraine. Oddly has not been to East Palestine yet, but uh, did show up to Ukraine. We've given them about a hundred billion dollars. Um, I'm fairly certain the people of East Palestine could have used that money. Uh, and here is Ron DeSantis uh, respond. Oh no, do we have, we have the other clip first, right? Uh, so here's Ron DeSantis this morning. Uh, I believe this is from New York. I think even more important, because like as much as I'm proud that Florida is doing well, I want the country to do well. I want all of these communities to do well. And in order to do that, uh, we've got to get a re-go re commitment for law and order throughout every corner of this country. In Florida, we say uh, we fight the woke in the schools, we fight the woke in the legislature, and yes, we fight the woke when they go after our law enforcement. We do not surrender to the woke mob. Our state is where woke goes to die. Thank you all. God bless. Thanks. I think that's the message people are starving for. We've had enough of the woke. We want competency, we want decency, we want honesty, uh, and we want leaders 
who will just do the right thing. And at the moment, all you got to do is say enough. So will he run? We played you this clip last week, but uh, well, we shall see. Presidential run today, do you plan on following suit? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> we shall see. I'm actually doing an event on Thursday, no, I believe Friday with the governor. It is a Florida blueprint event. And this blueprint, you know, as he talked about, they're, they're blueprinting this thing across uh, industries, basically. It's not just about blueprinting it on the policing level, but on the education level, virtually every level. There's a blueprint, a Florida blueprint conference going on uh, that I'll be doing something with the governor and I believe the first lady as well on Friday. So there, there is good things happening here. And that's that beacon that you got to look to. Like, don't think it's all just terrible for as frustrated as I was with these crazy lunatics today. Like really, these really dishonest forces. That's what you would say. It's not just dishonest people. It's dishonest forces that are at work. And that's why Don Lemon, you got to go, man. You got to go. I don't care where you go, but you can't stay here. And I mean that in Florida. Leave Florida, please, Lemon. And, and Andrea Mitchell, you should be fired. And I'm going to do what I can to make sure that you're fired. I'm going to keep pushing this. You're a propagandist. Like, Andrea Mitchell, if you, the, because these are the same people, guys. You know this. They call all of us misinformation specialists, right? We're the liars. We're the frauds and all of those things. Well, Andrea Mitchell, you're either a fraud or an idiot. I'd like to figure out which one. So whether it's Don Lemon or Andrea Mitchell, or Joy Reid, or Chuck Todd, or Larry Hogan, or Gavin Newsom, or dare I say, Carrie Lake, or Donald Trump, enough of the dishonest drivel. We have all had enough. Speaking of dishonest drivel, it's me Monday over at the Rubenport Locals community, and I posted Miss Greta Thunberg enjoying a little bit of everything. She has put on some weight, uh, Greta. <laughs> she really has. You know what I mean? You'd think she would, well, whatever. Guys, we got a post-game show for you. It's going to be a doozy. If you have not joined us yet, please do at rubenreport.locals.com. I need a little water. We'll be there in just a sec. Join us. All right. See you tomorrow. Bye. It takes this one supportive adult to make all the difference for an LGBTQI plus youth, uh, transgender youth, in terms of their risk of depression and suicide. One supportive adult. That often is a teacher or some, a school personnel, and the don't say gay bill is very damaging to their health. Thanks for tuning in to The Rubin Report. You can watch the show live every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern and 8 a.m. Pacific on Rumble, Locals, and YouTube. Don't forget to rate, review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And you can join me for the post-game wrap-up every day after the show at rubinreport.locals.com.